I'm Jacob. I've seen Lost seven times. I'm Jack. I've never seen Lost before. Jack's about to watch all of Lost for the first time. Hello there. Welcome to the Lost Boys podcast with you every step of the way. You have me, Jacob Stowworthy. And me, Jack Shepherd. Jack Shepherd in the house. We've just watched episode 19 of season two, which is titled, do you remember? No. SOS. SOS. Because you spotted it before, didn't you? I did spot it before. And then I was like, save our son, trying to throw him off. And I meant son, as in the character son. You were like, oh, Walt's back. Something like that. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I mean, not exactly, but yeah, anyway. Um, so yeah, for those who don't remember, this is the episode where we learn about the past of Rose and Bernard in uh, the first episode to be centred on guest stars, which is cool. Very cool. You liked that, didn't you? Yeah, I did. I, w- I wasn't expecting it. Yeah. Like a nice kind of, you know, disarming twist. Yeah. Like a, it's a nice twist. Yeah. For once in the show. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. And like, you know, we learn about their past and, and, Bernard wants to get him off the island and we later learn that Rose might not want to leave the island. Uh, and meanwhile, Kate uh, and Jack go out to the line that Mr. Friendly uh, drew, drew uh, metaphorically drew and said, don't cross it. Because um, he wanted to do a trade between Henry and Walt. Um, so good episode and all. Yeah, it was. It was quite a wholesome episode, isn't it? Yeah. Because it's just quite nice. Like, you think things are going badly for Rose and Bernard and there's part of me that was worried like oh no what if they break up or something because they haven't even been together that long and he's maybe a bit of a control freak and that kind of thing but then actually it all came out quite nice yeah it was like so it was quite quite a nice episode quite a different different pace Mm. slightly even though we did have a different pace with uh, Hugo's episode yeah (sighs) bizarre pace but that was yeah that was that was different in another way this Mm. was kind of bit uh took a step back almost and yeah i quite like i did like it i think it's really i think it's a really good episode i think yeah. it's really well paced i think it's really well written um we'll get onto that i think the backstories are um the rose and bernard's backstory is really cool and actually um born from a very moving story which i'll come on to um and i think it also furthers the story on in very subtle um ways mm. and sets the scene in motion for you know now final final throng Final leg of the season. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, Rosa Bernard's flashback. Uh, I mean, fans wanted to hear know their backstory. I think this was a res- one of the things where it was a response yeah. to fans' uh, desires, which is give Rosa Bernard backstory. I think the plan was they wanted to kind of maybe thrust the not one of them not characters that aren't main into mm. the spotlight, um, and they wanted to maybe do that in season three, but they decided to do it here. I think it's successful. I think it's successful. I think because we already have, you know, if it was Scott or Steve, or which one's <laughs> not dead, it wouldn't have worked. But obviously we do have some grounding with these two, a lot of grounding. Mm. And so it felt like a natural part. You weren't, you know, it wasn't like a shock, like, oh my God, I can't believe we're doing this. It was more like, oh yeah, it's about time we had Rose and Bernie. Mm. And it's, it's just a sweet story. You like them. Yeah, you do. They are really, they them two, El Scott Caldwell and Sam Anderson, they have such great chemistry. Yeah. It's really, really well acted do. as well. They're mm. just so good. You just can just tell that they're kind of like, they've, you know, they've 
been in TV shows for quite some time. Yeah. They're just trusty, aren't they? It's a different caliber to someone, like when there's like a Claire episode or something, isn't it? You yeah. feel like it's the whole thing, even though it's not the most complicated story ever. You know, there aren't any... It's, it's not some massive twist or something that changes everything ever. Mm. It's all just quite acceptable and nice and normal and like a normal old person's relationship, mm. you know. And so, you know, there are a couple of like EastEnders-y moments maybe <laughs> when she's like, I have cancer, which is fine. But it it works because you've got these two very capable actors who have everything about it in control. Mm-hmm. I think that's what makes it work because it could turn into a bit EastEnders-y. Yeah. But they, they keep it grounded mm. and believable. So Probably because um, it's actually based on Scott Caldwell's life. She um, wow. she met her husband when he had cancer um, at, during the, the filming of the pilot of Lost, actually. Um, and then he died. Wow. Yeah. It's really sad. Did he die before this episode? Um, I think he had. Crikey. Yeah. So there's a Lost on Location on the Season 2 DVD, and it's really emotional, actually, because it's got El Scott Caldwell reflecting upon it. Um, and, I mean, the, the writers, I think it's Leonard Dick and Stephen Maeder. Maeder. Um, quite a job. Yeah. Knowing that, you know, that's El Scott Caldwell's life. Especially to treat it as sensitively as perhaps they did. Yeah. It must be quite difficult for her if she has lost her husband having this kind of fancy island where... She's okay. I mm. guess maybe it adds to it. And Well, I think um, she's actually uh, been quoted as saying that she has always told herself, or she went on to tell herself after the episode aired, that it wasn't the island that healed Rose. It was Rose who healed herself. Like She mm. willed herself into it. That was her interpretation of that. Um, I mean, this episode, I think it's pretty clear that it wants you to think the island you know, did heal her. Yeah, because they, they draw the comparison between her and Locke. Exactly. Yeah. Which is also a lovely reveal. Rose knew about Locke's, um, yeah, Locke being in a wheelchair. Yeah, it's a very, it's, I mean, it's not subtle, but it's, <laughs> it's quite, it's nice, it works. It does work, yeah. As well, on the plane, I don't know if you remember, but she sat in front of him, which I think is, uh, uh, or behind him, one or the other. Did you draw uh, out she, the seating plan? She's next to Jack. I created it. They came to me and they said, who should sit where? And I was like. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine 15, 16 year old you drawing out that scene plan. <laughs> on the plane, yeah. Every time we learn someone else's seat, you go like, draw them in. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm assuming she'd be 23D because Jack was 23C. Number watch. Number watch. <laughs> um, so yeah, like the, the, the whole kind of events the episode kicks into gear when Bernie's like, you guys have given up. And Harry's like, no, we, we built a raft, you know, which got blown up. But Bernie just thinks, you know, they're building kitchen tables later on he's like shocked to hear echoes building a church. church which is um big reveal which i think you also guessed i think i guessed that, yeah, that you did yeah. yeah uh and um you know i think he he's right like if it's in his nature to want to get off the island it was in his nature to find rose and obviously the next step is let's get rose off this island right but then rose he's just being met with loads of um just just ag really <laughs> yeah. He's being so sassy with him. Maybe we should speak to Jack about this first. Well, do we have to run everything by Jack? I mean, he's not the, the president. He's, he's a doctor. You're a dentist. What's really nice about, as you were hinting at, you know, the flashbacks really feed into the story. Mm. You know, Bernie has the drive 
to fix Rose, and then he has the drive to get her off the island. Mm. I kind of presumed because he was worried about her and that he needed her to, you know, wanted to get her the right medication and stuff. Yeah. And probably, like, they've got just family, I guess, back home. Yeah. But I, I mean, I mean, well, yeah, obviously we don't delve into that. We don't meet anyone in the backstory. But what I like is inadvertently he has saved Rose. Well, you do meet one person in the backstory. Or well, Isaac. We meet his name. Yeah, we'll get to that. So, like, inadvertently he doesn't save her, right? Because he, he can't give up. So he brings her to Australia. It's their honeymoon, yeah. but he brings her under the guise of seeing a faith healer. One of the guys of a honeymoon to see a faith healer. And she's, she's pissed off. Yeah, she is angry. She's upset, isn't she? She'd made her she'd made her peace with with her her forthcoming death. This is why you wanted to come to Australia? To bring me to some kind of a kook? No, he's not. No, Rose, I made a ten thousand dollar donation just to get you in to see him. Normally I didn't ask for this. And this is after they have the wedding proposal in, in front oh. of the waterfall. Which is Niagara Falls, obviously, is meant to be. I mean, it's not. <laughs> it's not. This is very much a Baghdad in Saeed's flashback yeah. situation here. <laughs> this one, it didn't look too bad, though. It looks quite real. It didn't look uh, not as bad as the desert. No, I mean, that was, yeah. That was next that level. That was just though. next level green screen. Um, yeah, this one was okay. I didn't, you know what? I didn't really pick up on it. Did you not? I kind of saw it and I was like, oh, yeah, like that, then we're not in Hawaii right now. Yeah. Um, but it doesn't look, it's not as blurry. Yeah, it wasn't as blurry. It was quite real, actually. I've, I've given their due. Yeah, that best they nailed the Niagara. So yeah, they nailed got, Niagara. They got Niagara bang on. The scene before that, the flashback before that, where they meet in the, and he's trying to push a car out of the, in the snow. snow. It's like the start of like um, like one fine day or falling in love or something, like a, just a... A really, really schmaltzy romance film. It feel, Yeah, it feels like a Christmas rom-com waiting yeah. to happen, isn't it? It's like, oh, mate, Netflix need to produce that. <laughs> a Rose and Bernie spin-off. Oh, my God. How good would that be? That would be... Yeah, I yeah. like that. And then you could, fin- you could finish the film on When They Fall on Lost Island. <laughs> <laughs> you could, couldn't you? It ends with him going to the bathroom because obviously he's in the back of the plane. Uh, we can actually see that happening. Um, yeah, no, it's a nice scene. And, really, and played really well by them. As we know. And I like that it's Rose who asked Bernie out. Yeah. Very good. I like that. Um, so the scene where she does say, she's, I'm laughing. It's awful. I'm laughing. But it, it's weirdly funny when Bernie's like, can you give us a minute to the violinists who were just like playing yeah. away? It's just like really awkward. And it's, it's just really played quite well because it's it just gets the awkwardness of life, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Now's it. <laughs> that oh, is so funny, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> I remember at the time when I first watched it. I remember my auntie finding it quite funny and just been, like, "Oh God, it's awful," um, but also very moving when he ex- she explains her situation and he's like, "You can see it in his face. He's contemplating, is this the right thing to do?" And he's like, "No question in his mind. He wants to marry her." Yeah, and I love that. That's probably what happened with El Scott and her husband. I oh, know. Also devastating. Yeah, it is devastating. It's a bit like what happened to Meryl Streep. You know, she married John Cazale. I think when he was ill and he had cancer. Really? Yeah. John Cazale being um, one, I think one of the only actors who every film he was in was nominated for Best Picture. Really? Crazy stat, yeah. Wow. Crazy stat. So, Do you reckon by the end of his career they were just like, right, we need to get him. We need this Best Picture. Yeah, right? exactly. <laughs> John Cazale, get him quick. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. Write a role for him now. <laughs> Oh, man, yeah. Good actor, old John. 
between them, they must have so many awards. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if he won ever. I mean, probably he did win. But yeah, it's just so heartbreaking that Meryl Streep went through that herself. And when you think about it. I wonder if she ever watched Lost. Meryl Streep? Yeah. I'm going to doubt it. I'm, I'm going to doubt yeah. it too. <laughs> but if we ever interview her, we shall ask her. <laughs> <laughs> Get some Lost hot takes from Meryl Streep. Oh my God, imagine. <laughs> <laughs> Get her on the pod. Yeah. What's your favourite episode, Meryl? Oh my God. Let us know. Let us know. <laughs> At Lost Boys Pod. Like, well, I heard Dave is a great episode. <laughs> <laughs> Um, the yeah, with AC the Faith Healer. Um, I like this for a, a few reasons. Uh, so it's Isaac of Uluru. That's his name. Do you know what Uluru is? No. It's also known as Ayers Rock, which is a sandstone rock formation in the southern part of the Northern Territory of Australia, which Thank is you. sacred to the Ooh. Aboriginal people of the area. So it reminds me of like a place where um, uh, Kevin Garvey Senior goes to in uh, Leftovers. Leftovers. Yeah. In that in that wacky third episode of season three, which is also in Australia, yeah, yeah, exactly. Damon's got a thing for Australia. He loves Aussie land. He loves. He it. thinks it's a mythical place. He does. He obviously does, doesn't he? Mm. But it is like because that's essentially around those areas is where that episode left over is set, probably. Yeah, yeah. I mean, most of this when we get into the third season, a lot of that. Program takes there. place in Australia. Yeah, it is. And as we travel back in this, a lot of it is obviously based in Australia as well. Australia, yeah. It's where the journey begins. Although they didn't actually go to Australia to film it in the <laughs> 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 um, Attention to detail in the Faith Healer's room with all the, like, thank you cards of all the people he's presumably healed. Yeah. Um, I, I was watching it, I was like, that must have been long. <laughs> yeah, the guy and the set designer yeah. spent a long time on that. So funny. That very short scene. Mm. He also, some of the things he says are quite interesting. Yeah, you, I noticed you picked up on this. He says something about it being mag- magnetic. Yeah. Which obviously made me think of Down in the Hatch. Uh-huh. So do you think this could be, because he says some people have their places and this isn't your place. Yeah. So maybe maybe this is all these people's places who are on the island. The island. They've been drawn to the island. Mm. Their course has set them this way. Mm-hmm. So what do we know? We know Locke can walk. We know Rose cured of cancer and we know sun and well it cured Jin's infertility as far as we, we know Hurley isn't eating as much anymore <laughs> gradually and gradually true which apparently is his big issue so yeah well I guess you're right yeah well that is like his thi- like we were saying last episode that was like his thing his sickness so yeah. we're kind of getting over that I guess Jack's still being a bit of a domineering twat he's still being a bit domineering actually in this episode I don't mind Jack or a story calls in Dr. Giggles yeah, he's got a few good lines in this. He does, doesn't he? He's not, he's not as bad. I think we were saying, like, this is, they realised he needs to be the hero again. So yeah. they've kind of got him out and about again. You know, oh, we need to get him out of that hatch, get him doing something. Just in time for the finale. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, we also need to throw Kate in there because she hasn't done much recently. And they've been on the outs a lot this yeah, season. Yeah, exactly. And we have established that Kate's had a pretty bad season. Kate's had, Kate's had like a nothing season. Mm. I don't know where she's been. She's been one of my least favourite characters this season, actually. Mm. Like, even... I'm trying to think what she's done. She went to go help Claire. Didn't, she did that. Um, but didn't she, do much there, because that was all about Claire and Rousseau. Yeah. She was just a bystander, really, wasn't she? Yeah. She had the horse episode, which was a low point. Yeah. I she can't... went down the hatch, though, with Locke immediately, which was it uh, positioned her as being a strong part of the season. Beginning of the season, yeah. Mm. That was good. That was good for quite a few characters. And then... A lot of them dwindled off. Yeah. Is this the space filling 
thing about Lost. What? Where, you know, you have a, you, they need to fill 25 episodes, so. Well, yeah, you know, um, we'll get, we'll get onto it as each episode comes, but the next season, especially, I think is when Damon and Colin were like, yeah, like, this is too many episodes a season, so we need to maybe think about winding this down. Ooh. Yeah. Really getting me hyped for season three. Yeah. <laughs> I'd, I'd say season three has, like, so many episodes that, I'm not going to say Damon and Cotton wrote bad episodes to help their cause with pitching, like, an end date to, to uh, ABC, but there are some episodes in season three that people would rank down mm. um, as pretty bad Episodes of TV. But we're not talking about season no, three. No, we're not, we're not, we're not. But God, it is becoming a reality in my mind that we are going to be watching season three soon, and I'm very excited. I'm going out to the line that we're not supposed to cross and telling them that we've got you. And if they want you back, it's going to cost them. And when we get Walt back, they'll never give you Walt. Kate and Jack, should we talk about them? Yeah. Um, so Jack decides that, it's in the opening actually, Jack says to uh, Henry, um, who's not eating or talking, he's like just staying very quiet after the whole antics of last week. Silent protest. Silent protest. And Jack says, yep, yeah, I'm going to go out to that line. Uh, I'm going to trade you for Walt. When he references that weird speech Henry gave at the end of a few episodes ago with the milk, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah. Well, he's... Because he obviously wanted it was like, what would I do? Well, you were saying, what would I do? Yeah. Oh, I'm going to tell you what I would do. Yeah. It's Jack's like, oh, guess what I'm going to do, bitch. Yeah, it's like revenge almost for that weird side. But, but now... it's quite eerie when, when Henry, who, you know, a few times has kind of like spoken like an, another, like last week when he's like, he's no one about be the guy. But here he's like, yeah. They're never going to give you all. And it's just kind of eerie. Yeah. It's the first time you hear him. It's like the whole time he's known about Walt. Well, he yeah. says he knows about Walt. It's just funny, isn't it? Because you just don't know with this guy. <laughs> I didn't think that he must have known Walt the whole time. That is quite eerie. Yeah, it is. Mm. That's a real moment when he says it in the delivery. I'm like, that's quite, man. He is just quite scary. Yeah, he is, isn't he? And he keeps lying still. It's mm. just incredible. I mean, at the end, he has a big old speech with Locke where Locke is just, like, so frustrated by the, just not knowing whether he pushed a button or not the other week when he was under the blast doors. Yeah. And Anna Lucia is, like, watching on as Locke's, like, banging on the door going, tell me! And she's just like, what the hell is going on with this guy? Yeah. We'll get on to Anna Lucia we'll and Locke in a minute. Locke. They're a good um, little pair in them. Yeah, you like them, aren't you? I do. But... Uh, so Jack goes out with Kate. Um, <laughs> Sawyer thinks he's going to bring him. He yeah. walks over. So he's like, I'll come with you. And then he's like, how'd you get a gun? Oh, uh, yeah. And then and then Kate, Jack steals his girl. I mean, it is literally daylight robbery. <laughs> it, I know. Uh, Her and Jack have been, you know, not talking this entire season. Hmm. And then, son, you know, she's been hanging out with Sawyer, getting to know him. A lot of light flirting. Like, little every single episode, there's like a little line or two. Yeah. And then suddenly Jack comes along. He suits in. All right, see you later. Yeah. And has like, <laughs> arguably, like... Just better flirting with her. That's the effects of us Jack Shepherds. Oh, God. <laughs> it's fiction, okay? <laughs> um, yeah, so he goes... I mean, Kate's a sucker for being asked on an adventure, isn't she? She just loves it. She loves it. Loves a good adventure. 
Who so can they, blame her? She, needs, blame she wants her. something to do, doesn't she? I mean, yeah, she must be pretty boring. She's picking mussels with Sawyer. I think an adventure into the other terrain is probably more intriguing. More it's a very, a very couple yeah. activity, isn't it? Picking mussels with each other. Oh my God, yeah. I, uh, it's cool <laughs> when she's in the jungle and she's like thanking him for bringing her. And he says, yeah, I, bought, I asked Saeed first. <laughs> yeah. Do you know, Jack's got banner in this episode, actually. He's got, it's better. Yeah. It's way better. It's like a different guy. There, there are some episodes where he's just, they know how to write him. Yeah. I think he falls into a groove, doesn't he? Of, you know, he's able to have those kind of like little ones, one-liners that are, they're not getting anyone down. Mm. They're kind of just like, it's a bit playful. I think that's what, when it goes wrong with Jack is when he's being almost like aggressive and yeah, putting someone down. Yeah, I agree. And I think that he, um, like considering the stress of the action in the hatch, I think now that he knows or now that he thinks he knows that Henry is another, he's almost calmed down a bit. So he's like kind of got control of the situation again. Yeah, I think that's a good point. Yeah. I think. Anyway, I think one of few good points you've had, Jacob. Well, maybe here's another one. Kate is a bit out of character for her to grab that flipping doll that gets them in the trap. I thought yeah. Kate, Huntress Kate, would be mm. on top of that. Yeah. Jack's the one to call that out. He's got no training. Yeah, exactly. She should have known. Yeah. You're right, though. I was like, what Come idiot. on, Kate. Yeah, I mean, it's funny, and it is a funny scene when they get caught in the net, and then they're sparring over who can make the shot off the rope, whatever, which Jack does make. Also unbelievable, because she's the one who's trained with a gun. Yeah. And he's just a doctor. Yeah. Oh. I know, I know. I wanted her to get it. I wanted them to like take it in turns Jack. a few times. I do not want Jack to get that. Yeah, it's stuff like that, which is like, oh, Jack. I know. They just, again, they're making hero. the hero again, aren't they, mate? Like you yeah. say. Yeah, they are. Uh, the director of this episode, actually, um, it's quite fortuitous that this is the person who directed it. His name's Eric Lanouville. Now, he is also an actor who starred as a character called Luther Hawkins in a TV show called Saint Elsewhere. Which, uh... thanks to Andy Parsons, not that one, <laughs> the comedian. Not the comedian, I should point out. Yep. Um, yeah, last week we had a big old discussion, didn't we, with Ben, Travis. About the Snow Globe. The Snow Globe TV show. And how all these TV shows are linked. And we were trying to work out where the Snow Globe came from. And so we thought we did work it out. Well, I was like, I can't even remember what you said. In Eureka, Knott's Landing. <laughs> <laughs> now, I don't know what the fuck Knott's Landing is, if I'm honest. I know that it's just an old show that by my giving people liked. false information. I am. And then someone else was like, you're actually thinking of saying elsewhere. Well, the episode, the director of this week's episode was in that show. Wow. Funny. That, that's a that's it's, a lost caliber twist. It's that weird. Is. We keep, they follow us around. I do think. What? <laughs> right. <laughs> what? They're, they're watching our podcast. Maybe no, a... no, the, the the weird old kind of fated coincidences. Oh, is it coincidence? Oh, is it fate? Hello. Oh. <laughs> We're living an episode. I know. We're the sequel. I know. We're the sequel. We didn't even know. We're it. the sequel of Lost. We're like we're like the characters in Lost who are being watched by Dharma. We're being watched by someone. Or are they being watched by Dharma? I mean, I don't know. You don't know, but I do. I know you, you hate do. when I say that. I know you. I know you know, but I'm allowed to throw things like out there. Because what if that turns out to be true? I'm a genius. Not true. But if it turns out to be true, not true. Yeah, I am. Not true. I mean, I you am. probably read it somewhere. I haven't read it anywhere. Oh, good job it don't happen then, isn't it? Ooh. Oh, hello. Poker face. <laughs> I'm bad at poker, so just 
This is my Your face. Bo- you just smile the whole time. I it's do. Like whenever we're talking about lost, you're just smiling. I know. I think that's it. I <laughs> can't lie. That's the thing. I'm so bad at lying. Yeah, but I think when it comes to lost, because you are just always happy <laughs> yeah. to talk about <laughs> yeah. it. So it's just your poker face. It doesn't matter because your expression never changes. It's true. When when we when the the mics are switched off, I'm just a miserable, miserable bastard. Aren't oh, I? So miserable. No smiling. Then they're on. I'm just. I, it's why Jack's doing this. He just wants to see me happy. <laughs> I'm just trying to. This is my my yeah. It's been my Christmas present to you. This podcast. This whole last year. year. God, you're a month away from having done this for a year. Wow. Thank you to everyone who's listened It's long. actually been over a year since we sat down to watch the first episode, we should point out, last week. It has been over a year. So it's, I mean, almost two seasons in one year. Yeah, impressive. Well done. Yeah, I know. I can't believe we've managed to keep it going so slowly. I know. I'm sure there are people out there who'd like us to go a bit faster, but I'm oh, kind of yeah. happy with this. Sorry out there if you want us to go faster. Right now, I don't think there's any plans to. Yeah, because otherwise the podcast will be over very quickly yeah. and we'll need to find something else to do. Plus, we don't have the time. We don't, yeah, we don't <laughs> we have the time. Quite simply, do not have the time. And we don't have the ideas, so... That's true. <laughs> I That's mean, the Lost Boys name, we'll, what are we going to do with that after this? I know. Other than rewatch Lost. The rewatch boys. We could re- Oh, we could just rewatch Lost again <laughs> with, like, both of us knowing. With someone else. Who's never seen it? No, but then, because oh, okay. then we would have to, because I want to talk about, like, oh, that bit links into that in the future. See? Yeah, I guess. But I'm kind of, that's why I'm going, it's kind of my point now. Or, yeah, I guess so. So I, if something happened, like, last season, that was relevant to this episode, my job is here is to kind of point that out to you. I, see, I know what you're saying, but if we did do it episode by episode, yeah. then it gives us another, like, podcast to do. So don't ruin it. Okay. We need so we need the content. You're trying to maintain our relevance. <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. I will just be here as an annoying man. <laughs> watching Lost again. Watching Lost with you. For yeah. the ninth time. We're actually going to watch episode 20 after this, aren't we? Um, which uh, is I'm excited for. Oh, yeah. episode 20. I'm excited for that. That is what comes after 19. It is. Oh, it's almost like they planned it. <laughs> uh, Charlie, uh, the redemption is in full swing. Dominic. We like you again. You're you're on the up, Dom. Dom. I mean, just about. Uh, you uh, you took some convincing, but I I think he's on he's on the up in this episode. I mean, he only has one or two lines, doesn't he? Yeah, but he, you know he's got his groove back a little bit. He's not being whining. He's like kind of let go of Claire. Yeah. Um. He's moved on to Echo. Yeah, he's being a bit bit arselicky to Echo. Yeah. Echo just needs someone though? who. It's true. <laughs> Echo's just happy he's got someone carrying his logs for him. <laughs> yeah. But you yeah. would, you would be asked, Licky, to uh, Echo. Mate, if Echo gave me time of day, I would be like, what do you want me to do, mate? <laughs> <laughs> I would 100% be Charlie in this situation on the island. Oh, my God. Yeah, you would be. I would be, yeah. Oh, my God. It's a, it's a horrible thought. But we love you, Dom. We love you, Dom. Love you, Dom. The, um, the beach is becoming quite a livable area. Yeah. With well, the, this with is the kitchen table, with the church, you know. This is what scares Bernard. He doesn't like it. This is why he needs to make the SOS. Yeah. We haven't spoken about. I mean, Bernie, he gets pissed off, doesn't he? He gets pissed off with Echo and Charlie, doesn't he? Mm. Why are you building a church? Yeah. Fair question. And Echo's got a terrific answer for him. What does he say? Some people are saved in different ways. Very wise, Echo. Very wise. Um, I think that (laughs) when Rose is like, you've got a bad managerial problem or whatever. She not wrong. Ain't wrong. <laughs> I mean, he's a dentist. God bless him. He's not really used to kind of bossing people about. Yeah, he hauling l- rocks. He loses those people very quickly. 
Especially Jin. But Jin's just trying to help. Jin's the last man standing. I know. And he even he even gets rid of Jin. I know. It's funny because he's so excited at first. He thinks he's onto such a winner. Yeah. Isn't he? He thinks he's one of the big boys. Yeah, he does. But then again, I'm like, I buy the action. I buy it. I buy his desire. I don't think he's wrong even no. making the SOS. I would, I would have thought that would be one of the first things someone they would, would do. do. Yeah, I thought they would have done that early days, just with maybe with like logs or something. Yeah, yeah make a big SOS. I feel they do that in. Um, I feel like in most beach wreck. Did you do it in Castaway? Maybe. I maybe, don't know about that. I don't know. I know they do. I think they do it in the Green Turtle. I think he's just a. Uh, the Red Turtle. The Red Turtle. Yeah. I think he's. I think everyone's just fucking lazy. I think everyone's just happy now. Food's been dropped on them. I mean, yeah. That's See, that what tips Bernie over the edge, isn't it? I just want to get my wife home. Rose. I want to get Rose home. Yeah, at the moment they did that, I was like, well, surely you'd be like, well, someone is up there. Let's start a massive fire or something again. It's they like, get to have lions every day. I mean, to be fair, they are just living on like Paradise Island. The only reason I'd want to come home is obviously because I've, my family would be worried about me. Yeah. But if I could let them know I was all right, <laughs> <laughs> and I could, you know, if I had email, maybe invite some people along. Then, <laughs> yeah, great. <laughs> so what you're saying is we should just move to Hawaii. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to go to Oahu, the the island where they film it. I'd love to do it. Oh uh, yeah, Lost Boys tour. Oh, we should do it. Definitely. Does anyone want to fund us? Yeah, please. <laughs> Go fund me. We can, I was looking at um, plane tickets out there. Not to the island, but to Hawaii. Yeah. Because I was just like, wow, it'd be such a good place to go on holiday. It's like 1,200 quid. Is that all? For a return. Is that all? That's <laughs> so joking. much money. I'm joking. Is that now all? I've, now I'm alluding, I'm, now I'm like alluding people into thinking I've got <laughs> loads of money. <laughs> I have now. <laughs> I have no dollar. Um, I mean, talking of numbers, 1,200 isn't a number. But it is a number. It's just not a number. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. I know. So That's why I was... What, are we doing number watch? <laughs> yeah, mate. That wasn't as, as slick as I as, as it's usually been. Uh, you know, yeah, I was trying to have you on. Yeah, Sorry. <laughs> Great podcast content. Go on. Uh, Michael's been missing for eight episodes. Number watch. Jack said it would take... Four weeks until Locke's leg would heal. Okay. But Rose is like, you know, yeah, we know it ain't going to take that long, mate. No, I know. Mm. Very sly. I so like that. Good. I just love that Rose keeps that hint. secret. So good. Bernie, this is a funny one, had 15 people helping him at first and soon dropped down to four. <laughs> four dropping to zero, which is not a number. Number was, who counted? A brave soul somewhere. Someone did that. It's it's still not it's nothing on the shower head at the beginning <laughs> the of this season. Is, that's a big the shower head is my favourite one. The shower head is a good one. So good. It is a good one. I mean, who who sat down and freeze framed that? I mean, I would have been the person who did that back in the day. Well, you should have done it. I used to write out scripts, the episode, like transcripts. Really? Shorthand. Why? I don't know. I've got a school. I've got books and books of it. I'd love to see that. I feel like every week I make a, like another digression. <laughs> yeah, but it's like you just 
was such a nerd about this. Yeah. To be fair, someone tweeted us, a girl from America, I can't, sorry, I can't remember your name, but she said she used to keep a binder with, uh, with all the days in which passed on lost. Oh, I saw this tweet. Is that what she meant? So she wrote it out chronologically. Yeah, like you did, where you said, because you said in the podcast that you used to keep a, a tab of like how many days were on the island. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she did that as well. Yeah, you're not alone. I know. I'm not. I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. Um, but I, these are these are these are my kind. These you know? are your people. These are my people. Get you all together in a room. I reckon that would be <laughs> a, a scary room for for the uninitiated. <laughs> yeah, I would. I wouldn't. I wouldn't stand a chance being you avoiding not. spoilers in there. So I was at a wedding the other day, and. Uh, I was speaking to Sue, a lovely couple, uh, and he, um, his name is Ryan, he works at Lionsgate, and he said that he knows about the podcast that we do. Wow. And that he's got a friend who is, like, obsessed with Lost, and owns all the figures and stuff, and he, like, particularly loves this podcast. Can't remember his name, though, so I really, really, <laughs> if you know a guy called Ryan who works at Lionsgate. Shout um, out. Yeah, shout out. I want to get in touch on Twitter or whatever. I want to just, yeah, thank you, personally. It was great lost. to be at a wedding, like, you know, 20 wines deep and get told that. <laughs> <laughs> it was a really good I moment. I bet your ego, not that your ego needs to be any bigger. Any bigger. <laughs> I think I was more like emotional. <laughs> it was ridiculous. It was ridiculous. I can't believe this is happening. It was, it was so sad. <laughs> Anything you want to add about this episode in particular? You kind of predicted Michael. I did. Kind of, I, I saw it coming a little bit, I guess. Just, I don't know why. Just happened, and then it did happen. It happened, and it also broke up a little smooch between Kate and Jack that was about to happen. Oh, thank God it broke it up, though. Oh. Do you think the others were watching, and then they were like watching, and then they saw it happen? And they we were like, can't deal with this. They were like, Michael, go, go, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> Please, for the love of God. Michael was like, what if I just roll out there, pretend I'm all like <laughs> exhausted? <laughs> it's funny, isn't it? <laughs> it's just, uh, I don't like the whole romance thing. It's fine. I, okay. Admit, admission, admission hour. I was always team Jack and Kate. Team and Jake. I think I've said that a few times. So this is just another admission. I was team Jay. And when he says, Kak. you're what? Team Kak. Kak. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she called it team Kak from now on. Yeah, I think yeah, so I'm like team that. Kak. And I, <laughs> when he, um, when uh, he, she apologized for kissing him and he says, I, I'm not sorry. Uh, and then it goes speech. I, 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 I was loving it. I'm sorry I kissed you. I'm not. Like, Have you loved it every time? I was cacking. <laughs> you were cacking. <laughs> <laughs> That's weird. Uh, yeah, J- Jack and Kate uh, always been my choice. I think I'm a Koya. You're Koya. <laughs> yeah. You're more like a. Uh, Jana Lucia. Oh no, you're uh, Lana Lucia. Locker Lucia. Locker <laughs> <laughs> Lucia. You love, not, not romance, you just like their little interactions. I like their little interactions. I don't ship them together, mm. but I do like their little, I, it's just a surprising team up that works quite well. It's yeah. almost like she's looking after a dad or something. Yeah, it is like that. You know, her aging, balding father. She is a bit like, you from far, like, oh God. He's having a bit... In the past few days that I've been like speaking to Locke, he's just kind of losing it a little bit more and more. He has been losing it at Henry Gale. Including his, his faith in the hatch, really. You know, these are probably... These are really good scenes. 
if I had to rate the three storylines going through this, it would be Bernie and Rose number one. Yeah. Then Locke. Then Jackie. Surprise, Kate. surprise. Cack at the bottom. Cack at the bottom. I mean, they are. It's just him watching Locke kind of have this failure in his belief. It's quite entertaining. Mm. It's just uh, almost quite realistic, I guess. In some way, you know, he sees this map on the wall, and I think he realizes there's something bigger and more. Because uh, he's trying to write down the map, isn't he? He's trying to remember what he saw. Yeah, he's trying to remember it, and then he ends up just about remembering. I thought he was going to let the buttons run out again. And then he would have another, another look see at the mm. what was on there. So, which would have been quite interesting. It's almost like he's um he's so distracted by what he's trying to remember that he's forgetting to press the button. And Jack's the one who kind of gives him a nudge. He's like, "Mate, your button." But that pisses me off with Jack because it's like he doesn't want to press it, but he doesn't want Locke to not press it. Mm. Yeah, I don't like that. And I did see her actually presses the button in this episode. Yeah, she says, "I press your button." It's like another convert to the I button. Press your button. Yeah. Little little innuendo almost. Oh, button it? lock. Oh, hello. Yep. His belly button. But <laughs> 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 he's like sleeping or something. Um, yeah. And Lucia is really chill in this episode, actually. I like yeah. her in the hatch. She's grown on me more and more as yeah. Lucia. I like these kind of like her in it, not too much. She's a good side character. Anna she's Lucia. almost like taking up residence in the hatch now because she feels like she's probably got no friends upstairs or in the jungle or whatever. Yeah. Um, you yeah, know, I like her. I think they do a good job with her character. Mm. Um, hero slash villain of the week. Correct. Who my hero? Yeah. Should we go around? Well, oh. it's just two of us. <laughs> <laughs> Shall we go around? What about room? you? <laughs> or you? Oh, interesting. Jacob is pointing his microphone at imaginary people, by the way. Just in case you can't see that. It's Dave. Can you not see him? <laughs> in the bathroom. We've always had Dave here. He's always been here the whole time. Uh, oh, it's hard because Hero of the Week is Bernie. Mm. I think. Mm. I mean, I like... In many ways, actually. In many ways, it's it's both him. I mean, it's really a joint between him and Rose. I think Bernie does the most heroic things in trying to kind of save her and help her. And you see him doing stuff more than you see. But she's also heroic in the way in that, you know, she accepts her fate mm. and she is very headstrong about it. I mean, when she's being a bit sassy about stuff, maybe she could have just told him mm. a bit earlier instead of waiting for him to go like nearly all the way through with this thing. But I don't think she wanted, you know, she's not that type. Yeah. You know, she's not this, well, saying that, she is the suspicious type. Because you think back to season one and she was like, I believe he's out there. Yeah. Talking about Bernie to Jack. Mm. And so maybe she just doesn't want Bernie to think that or something. Mm. I don't know. But I think she could have told him a bit earlier. So for that reason, and for Bernie's true efforts in trying to get everyone saved, Bernie's my hero of the week. Nice. How about you? Um, Bernie too. I think he's heroic in uh, the way he's just an actual born hero. He just wants to save Rose, even though she might not want saving. But it's just in his innate, uh, it's just innately in him to want to save the person he loves. And I love that. Um, I think maybe she doesn't tell, by the way, I think she maybe doesn't tell him uh, because she's worried. She, she doesn't want to hurt his feelings in that. 
he's always going to think it's the faith healer, right? Because it sounds ridiculous that a place can save you, whatever. Mm. Maybe she, maybe she's just worried. One, he won't believe her, and two, she just wants him to believe that he did. He did it, even though he did do it. Because if they didn't go there, they wouldn't have crashed on the island. Um, but yeah, um, Bernard is is my hero of the week. Um, yeah, he he has moments of being. <laughs> Just a bit of a nightmare, but it all comes from a good place. Yeah, I think that's the thing. You can, you know, his intentions are to help Rose, to save Rose. You know, even seeing a faith healer who I would be in the same boat as Rose, mm. be annoyed at that, mm. probably. And I would also probably feel the same with her at the end and trying to like keep that secret. Yeah, that you know she doesn't tell Bernard that she hasn't been healed because she wants him to believe, which is also very heroic. Maybe if she's worried, if she says it. She's worried it will like be undone. I think she just wants to see out the last few days of her life without. Well, I mean, she says that basically, you know, without him worrying and without yeah it being all over the place, which is quite slightly heartbreaking, really. So Rose and Bernard theoretically are going to stay on the island forever. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, they have to die of old age eventually. Oh yeah. But yeah. it's quite romantic, really. Quite sweet. Yeah. It's it, and like it's just really moving. Yeah, yeah, really moving. I love how in earlier on the flashback, Rose is like for a honeymoon. She wanted to go to a beach or something. She says it. It's like, oh, you're gonna get that no, wish. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. The irony. <laughs> it's uh, a villain. Villain. Um, probably Henry. Um, <laughs> I think he's now the villain of the piece officially. <laughs> yeah. Um, just eerie. Eerie, eerie, eerie. He's an eerie man. And just, yeah, they'll never give you a really, really dodgy line. Yeah, I mean, it's difficult because everyone, no one else is really villainous this episode, really. No. Um, it's what I mean. It's quite a wholesome episode. Yeah, almost. you were right. That's a good way of summing it up. You know, it's kind of, there's a, it's very clear cut that, like, Henry's the villain. Mm. And then everyone else is having an okay time you know Jack's nearly smooching yeah Locke's getting on alright he's yeah. having his button pressed for him even Charlie's alright Charlie and Helping away. Echo getting on alright Dr. Echo the only person who's having a bad time is Sawyer yeah he's just he's just having a boring day he's having his girl stolen I know by the way Kate picked out four muscles at the beginning hello number watch yeah I know that was a, late that was a, number watch that was a stray number watch that yeah <laughs> 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 I promise that won't happen again <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like that. Yeah, mate. Right, yeah. You think it's done, but it ain't. It always comes <laughs> back to get done. you. <laughs> Number watch is never done. Mate, we're 42 minutes into this podcast. Oh, okay, I think we should wrap it up. Hello. Quickly. Uh, <laughs> where can people find us? Go. We are go, go. Uh, at Lost Boys Pod. I'm on Jacob underscore Stoll. I'm at Jack J. Shepherd. Thank you for listening, everyone. As always. Keep your tweets it. coming. Keep them coming. And Any yeah. emails? I mean, we're probably on 43 now, aren't we? What? Minutes. Still says 42 on it. Okay, go. So, uh, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll see you later. Okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs>